Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Think Orange podcast. A podcast with ideas and conversations to help you influence the next generation. G'day, everyone. My name is Dave Adamson, and welcome to the Think Orange podcast. Now, if you've been listening to an episode or two, then you already know that our goal is to encourage, inspire, and resource you by giving you access to the speakers, thought leaders, and the experts who are rethinking and reimagining the way ministry can be done. And today is no different. In fact, if your personal ministry goal is to help pass on faith to the next generation, then you're going to love this episode. See, today we're going to hear from Dr. Virginia Ward as she discusses how churches can equip parents to build faith in their homes, which is such an important part of passing faith on to kids and students. Now, Virginia is not just one of the wisest, most insightfully strategic and nicest people I've ever met. She's also the Dean of Gordon-Conwell Theological Seminary in Boston and Associate Pastor of Abundant Life Church alongside her husband. And I honestly believe you're going to get so much from this talk, which was recorded at Orange Conference 2020. So without any further ado, let's dive straight in. The home is the base of work, play, nurturing, and developing of our children. Our social well-being is rooted in the solid foundation of our homes. In fact, children learn basic truths and they learn so much on the shoulders of parents and caring adults. It's important for us as youth leaders, it's important for us as caring adults to join in and equip parents to be able to build faith in their homes. The family owns the responsibility for faith building of children. God has charged mothers and fathers, has charged parents and caring adults in the home to raise children who understand biblical truths, to raise children who are equipped to serve in God's kingdom for his purposes. Parents must be equipped to do so. 60% of U.S. parents rely on their personal experience to be a source of guidance in parenting. 21% that say that they receive significant influence from scriptures and only 15% of parents say that the church provides them with parenting skills and provides them with spiritual parenting. According to Dr. Chris Shirley in the book, Family Ministry in the Church, many churches need help in equipping parents to and families and homes to be a place where families are one to Christ and two, where parents are equipped to be spiritual leaders. A place also where marriages and relationships are strengthened with godly wisdom and also that all members of the church share in the responsibility of equipping parents and equipping the next generation. Let's look at a few definitions. The word equip means to thoroughly furnish. It means to provide what's needed in order for that individual to be able to serve in a way that they feel instructed or called to do. 
The word build means to gather and to unite resources in order to put something together. My husband and I recently remodeled our home and we had to gather and unite supplies from all over. We had to gather plumbers and electricians and find windows and decking equipment and all kinds of equipment and things to be able to complete and to build our home. Well, so in the natural, so in the spiritual. Parents need resources to be able to build the faith of their children. And they're looking for the church to us to be able to help them. Kids don't just catch faith. It has to be intentionally taught in the home. The church has a responsibility to equip parents to do this. To build faith, it means that some children in some homes don't have a faith aspect to them at all. Sometimes parents aren't believers, and sometimes parents who are believers aren't necessarily being intentional about the faith components of their home. They may be providing food and clothing and shelter, but the spiritual life to grow that young person spiritually may be another challenge for them. Some children, although they do have faith and some homes do have faith components, children as well as the adults have become stagnant. Maybe they're comfortable or maybe they're full of a lot of questions and doubts and don't quite know how to move from first base onto second base. They don't quite know how to grow in their spiritual faith. And then others are growing and they're doing well and they need additional supports to be able to grow to the next level. So how can we help equip parents to build faith in their homes? Well, one of the first ways that I think we can do that is through the message, to talk it out, that we need to teach parents how to talk about faith, how to talk about spiritual truths with their young people. The message to talk about who Christ is and what he means and to talk about some of the basic spiritual principles in the scriptures that are guiding our faith to talk it out day by day with their children and to have a clear message. I'm reminded of a a scene in the movie, The Lion King, where Simba is questioning who he is. He's questioning what he's called to do. And his father, Mufasa, comes to him in an image and makes one statement, one message. He states to him, remember who you are. And that one message caused Simba to have a clear identity. It reminded him, actually, I should say, of his identity, that he was the son of a king and that someday he would be the king. And he sang that song, I just can't wait to be king. The messaging that his father, Mufasa, had given to Simba reminded him of who he was. It spoke to his identity. Similarly, we as parents or as youth leaders, we can equip parents in their messaging and what they say to speak truth and what they say to speak clear messaging to their children so that they're clear about who they are and what they're called to do and where they're going. We can speak clearly to children on their level according to their age and to their stage of development so that they have a greater understanding of who they are and what God is asking of them. 
When we're clear about the message and when we equip parents so that they have some clear things to say and through the resources, even through Orange, such as Parent Q, that literally cue parents, this is what to say and this is even how to say it. And I'm not talking about just lecturing to children and stating things over and over again, but actually engaging in dialogue, actually becoming personal with your child and knowing more about how they feel about things, their questions, their doubts, and then even asking them questions to see if they can share their faith. So one of the ways that we can equip parents to build faith in their homes is with clear messaging that parents are clear so that the young people can become clear and our children are clear about who they are. And parents, it can even be a great way of talking and engaging with conversation and building their faith. That when children know they have access to their parents and they can talk about anything, especially their faith, it roots them and grounds them. So parents, talk it out. Have a clear message with your children. Secondly, how is the way that we can, another way that we can build faith in our homes is to model, to walk it out. That means to live a consistent message before our children, living that message we just talked about, living it out. Our kids are watching us. Parents model for children in more ways than we know. I remember driving my kids when they were small. I am one of, or I should say was, one of those parents who would talk to traffic, talking to the car in front of me or the car behind me. And one day my children started just shouting out things and talking and saying, repeating some of the very things I had said in traffic. And it caught me and I said, wow, I am modeling for them how they're going to drive someday. So that caused me to bring about some changes in what I was doing and what I was actually saying to them and how I was living before them. See, when we model, this is really where the rubber meets the road because we can talk all day to our children, but they're really watching what we do. So one of the ways that we can really model and build faith in our home through modeling is by living a lifestyle of prayer. Our children saw my husband and I praying consistently. And so when it came time, when they had a problem and they came to us to talk about it, we would pause and say, have you prayed about it? And they would say, Ma, I want you to pray or Dad, I want you to pray. And we would say to them, well, what about you? Have you prayed? And then we would pause and pray together. But then they also knew that the expectation of them was that they would going to also go and pray. But we modeled for them. We prayed over major decisions as a family. We prayed over our family life statement. We prayed over major issues in our lives and even happy times and joyful occasions. We would pause and pray. So we lived a life. We modeled for them. We walked it out. We walked it out day to day. So parents, I want to encourage you and youth leaders, I want to encourage you to teach parents to model out their faith. And maybe they pick one or two aspects of it, maybe prayer. It might be another spiritual discipline that where their children see them day by day, living it out. So it's not just lip service. They're actually modeling and walking out by faith what God is asking of their children. One of the other ways that we can model for our children and we can walk out how they should be living is in emotional, spiritual wholeness.
Our kids are watching us, how we respond to things. Do we kind of lash out? Do we lose it anytime something happens? Or do we not respond at all? Are we passive aggressive? Our children are watching. They're watching how we live it out. And the examples that we do, how we live it out for them gives them permission to walk in certain ways and not walk in other ways. Also, practicing forgiveness is another way that we can walk out spiritual truths and faith in the lives of our kids when they see us forgiving each other, whether it's a child or another adult, or maybe something has taken place at work or at church, and they see us walking in grace and in forgiveness, they too can learn and see that we're not just talking it out, we are walking it out. I remember a time where I had an expectation of, especially my oldest son, to live as the perfect Christian kid because both of his parents are in ministry. And I heard a pastor talking about how he had to go and apologize to his child for that expectation. And I realized I also needed to go and do that for my son. And so I went to him and I said, son, I need to apologize to you. And I modeled for him what humility looked like. I modeled for him what it looked like to walk in forgiveness, to forgive and also to be forgiven. And he remembered that lesson and he has taken that lesson through his life and other relationships. So parents, are you not just talking it out? Youth leaders, are we teaching parents to not just talk it out, but also to walk it out? So as we build faith in the lives of our young people and build faith in our homes, we do it by walking it out, modeling for our children. A third way that we can learn to build faith and we can teach parents how to build faith in their homes is by mentoring, looking out, looking out for every aspect of the lives of our children. As a parent, we're concerned about the holistic well-being, how they're doing physically, how they're doing emotionally, how they're doing socially, how they're doing academically, are they getting their homework done on time. We also do not want to neglect the spiritual side. And sometimes this can be easy to do because sometimes we delegate it to the church or we delegate it to youth leaders. But there is a spiritual responsibility for parents to look out, to mentor their children and to mentor them spiritually, to come alongside and say, yes, let's pray together. Now I've prayed. Now you pray. Let me hear you pray. Now you pray for me. Now you pray for, what do you want to pray for? So that we're looking out and we're being intentional about watching and seeing how our kids are doing for every stage and every age and every aspect and every development area of their life. And as we equip parents to look out, we're paying attention. When you look out for someone, you're really paying attention to what's happening in their life. You are not just 
just kind of passively watching or on the sidelines. You are paying attention to the age and the development. And it brings to mind the book in Orange where we talk about it's just a phase and looking at the phases. And in fact, that's another resource that you can get to help you to see my child is at this age and at this stage of life. How can I look out for their spiritual well-being? And what are some of the spiritual things I should be looking out for them in this stage and in this age of life? Because how you respond to and how you look out for your child when they're in elementary school is different from middle school. And then it changes again for high school. And we want to be aware of that. And as parents and as caretakers and as adults, we want to be mindful of this is what that child needs in this season, that we don't give them something that they don't need. So as we look out for them, we're going to be similar to like the father of the prodigal son. He was constantly looking out for his son. He looked out, when is he going to come home? And when he came home, he gave him what he needed. He restored him back to his place and said, you are my son. He put a robe on him, put a ring on him, and he invited him to the table. He was looking out. He mentored his child, even in that space. He could have turned his son away. He could have said, you're now coming back after all of this, but he welcomed his son and he looked out for him. We have to be intentional about this and understanding that building our children and building faith in homes, it's a lot of hard work. Looking out for our children, especially in this age and time where our children have so many other influences looking out for them. They have peers that are looking out for them. There are other systems that are looking out for them. Sometimes technology is looking out for them even more than we are. And we need to make sure that we as parents are spiritually aware and looking out for our children and making sure that they have all of the things in place, but also that their spiritual foundation is sure, that their spiritual foundation is strong. We want them to see their world and to see what's happening around them through the realm of the spirit, through the realm of biblical truths. We don't want them to just filter through any other filter. We want them to filter their lives and their decision making through the realm of spiritual truths. We want to be able to equip parents to be able to build faith in their children and to teach them how to live a life of integrity, no matter what's happening around them, regardless of the decisions that their friends and family members are making around them. We want them to build, to have homes that are so built on faith that our children are able to decide and make godly decisions, to exercise self-control, and to walk as children and as young adults and as youth who know who they are in Christ. Equipping families is work. The intentionality needed to build faith at home is great. So let's partner with parents to make sure that they have a clear message that they can talk out faith at home. We also want to make sure that they can model for their children, that they have a consistent life that their children can watch and to see. And we also want to make sure that they are mentoring, that they have a concern for the spiritual well-being of their children. This is how to equip parents to build faith in their homes.
You know, as Virginia was challenging every church leader to equip and resource parents, I couldn't help but be reminded that that's our mission here at Orange. We want to help churches equip and resource parents right around the whole world. Quick shout out to the church leaders in Australia and New Zealand. Now, no matter where your church is located, if you'd like some free resources to help you equip parents in your church community, just go to orangeleaders.com. That's where you're going to find a host of resources that will help you partner with parents. That website again for free resources is orangeleaders.com. Well, as always, if this episode was helpful for you, we'd love if you gave us a review and star rating on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. That really helps us get the word out to more leaders just like you. Well, thanks again for listening. My name is Dave Adamson. And remember, when you think next generation or church strategy, think Orange. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Think Orange podcast. Join us next time for more ideas and conversations to help you influence the next generation. For more episodes and show notes, visit thinkorangepodcast.com.